Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to the Geologic Media Podcast, brought to you by GeologicMedia.net. My name is Tony Bentley. Today, I'm going to share a uh, conference session uh, that I did uh, back in Ontario uh, in September uh, for the Ontario Cheerleading Federation Coaches Conference. Um, it's a conversation that I had with coaches and business owners about video branding and why it is so important in cheerleading. Now, the session ran about an hour and 15 minutes long. Um, I didn't want to post an hour and 15 minute long podcast so I kind of cut it down to some of the highlights um, and tried to focus on um, some of the more important points and uh, the answers to some of the very good questions that came up during the session. So without further ado here is my conversation with coaches and business owners from the Ontario Cheerleading Federation Coaches Conference. So um, yeah there was this was supposed to be a presentation on online branding but because Shane Womack didn't make it they asked me to do something similar so um, this is a presentation on video production and why it's imperative in online branding so um, <clears throat> in this in this presentation in the one that I'm doing next when I was putting them together I felt like I was putting together a sales presentation because a lot of what I'm going to talk about is the services that I offer so um, I'm I'm I started this company because I have a particular approach and philosophy when it comes to video production and web design. So what I'm really selling you is my philosophy. <laughs> if you want to purchase my services later, that's fine, but I'm not, I'm not trying to sell you on a, on a product here. So just prefacing it uh, with that. <clears throat> um, so my tagline when it comes to video production and cheerleading is that a high-impact, visually energetic sport like cheerleading can only be marketed through high-impact, visually energetic media. Okay, we, we've all had it happen to us where someone asks us, what do you do? Or what's one of your hobbies? And you say, oh, I'm a cheerleader, or I coach cheerleading, or I own a cheerleading business, and what happens? Yeah, the eyebrows raise, the eyes glaze over, they get a confused look on their face, they're like, what do you mean you're a professional cheerleader? What do you mean you own a cheerleading gym? What does that mean? I didn't know cheerleading was a sport. And you find yourself in that awkward position where you're now trying to explain in words what cheerleading is. And we know how difficult that can be. So what we usually end up doing is... Showing a video. Showing them a video. Because video communicates what we do better than any other form of media. So, um, video is not only imperative in marketing <laughs> cheerleading, but also in educating people about the sport. So, I mean, just explaining what it is that we do on a daily basis, what stunting is, how we choreograph routines, educating people about the sport, that's a big part of what marketing a, a gym's brand is, is just explaining what the sport is, because that's question number one for most people. I can remember um, <clears throat> I was living in Grand Prairie, and uh, we had... We had um, a small gym up there, and we had invited um, some stunters from Edmonton to come up to Grand Prairie to do a showcase for us because we were doing the halftime performance at the local basketball game. And we, we really wanted to use that as an opportunity to bring people into the gym. And so we, uh, do you know Dave Liska? He was Team Canada. He did, uh, he came in, he competed Team Canada for partner stunting and got fifth in the world back in like 2012. Anyways, he's, he's a pretty big name out in Alberta. And um, a handful of other you know really great stunters from the Eskimos to your team came out and they did a little showcase performance. But beforehand, I was trying to get some of my friends in Grand Prairie to come out to this. I was like, come on out. We've got some great cheerleaders coming in from Edmonton. It's going to be great. And they were like, 
cheerleading are you kidding me <laughs> like that's that's kind of lame i don't think i'm gonna go to that thanks but then i pulled up a youtube video of them at worlds and what they did in some some of the eskimos videos and all of a sudden their eyes lit up and they're like well that's pretty rad and a bunch of them ended up coming up to the show so you can like video is is such a big part of of branding and marketing what it is we actually do as cheerleaders to the broader public <clears throat> so um video is the most powerful content online and here's why uh, two billion video views per day on youtube that's uh, 2015 data it's a lot of video views per day three billion video views per day on facebook according to mark zuckerberg now Again, we talked about this yesterday, that's because they changed their parameters so that videos automatically start playing when they come into a, a feed. <laughs> so their video views have skyrocketed. Um, the average user watches 12.2 hours of video per month. That's the average user. It's higher in millennials, ages 18 to 35, right? And what's the demographic in cheerleading that we deal with? <laughs> 18 to 35? It's mostly 18 to 35 with some younger demographics. Um, YouTube sees the second highest search traffic of all uh, engines online after Google. So Google, the last statistic I heard was that Google had about 60% of all search traffic worldwide, which is huge, huge. Next to them is another product they own, which is YouTube, and they get the second highest traffic. So when it comes to search engine optimization, Google is, I mean, you have to be friends with Google. You have to do what they say because they have so much of the market. And uh, we talked about this yesterday as well. Out of all 500, uh, Fortune 500 brands, 100% of them have YouTube channels. So the wealthiest brands in North America see the value in having a YouTube channel. Yes, it's important. 96% um, of users find videos helpful in making an online purchasing decision. That's according to Real SEO. 71% of users report that videos help develop a positive impression of brands. And 73% of users report that they're more likely to make uh, an online purchase after watching a video. So, yeah, because people do reviews, but because it gives them, it gives them such a better feeling of what it is they're about to purchase yeah. instead of reading something or seeing a graphic there's still a lot of questions that they have but in a lot of cases an information a one minute information video communicates enough information to them in a short amount of time that they feel more comfortable in making that decision to go ahead and register for that tumble tumbling class to go ahead and try out a private lesson or to register for an all-star program right uh, and then one more, I found this one in a graphic that I had on my computer, 60, uh, users 63% more likely to click on graphic content than text alone, which I think we talked about yesterday as well. So, with all the statistics out of the way, um, what kind of videos should I produce? And maybe we can spend a little bit more time today going into specifics. I've got some examples I'll show you as well. Um, organic content. Organic content gets the most engagement and gets the best reach on social media. Now, there, now that's on, on social media. Don't put organic content on your website. <laughs> Don't put a picture or a video of the four-year-old who got her back walkover on the front page of your website taken from your iPhone 5 because it looks terribly unprofessional. 
but put it on your Facebook page, that's the type of thing people expect to see through social media, is those quick updates and those cool little videos. So make sure, uh, make sure that it's interesting. Um, don't put up something that's kind of, that's mundane that they could see just anywhere. Make sure it's, you know, it's kind of cool. Remember that video I was telling you about yesterday of the crazy tumbling pass and all the, all the, the, the um, engagement I got on that? If I had put up a video of someone doing a round of hand hand layout, Nobody would have cared. Even if it was the same line, but yeah. because it was cool and you had that yeah. GoPro on that guy. It yeah, it made it, it made it really cool and really interesting, and that's what got the engagement. If and, it, and what you put underneath it, yeah. hey guys, yeah. what line this, this guy is doing, that yeah. is even more engaging because now you're like, okay, let me watch it again. Right, let me watch it again and again and again yeah. and again, right? <laughs> so um, organic content is really good. Don't feel like every video you take has to be professionally edited. We mentioned this yesterday. Um, Promo videos, uh, basic introduction to your gym and make sure you keep it under one minute. This is something that you could put together. What I like to do with promo videos is I find a soundtrack that I like and then I edit, I cut that soundtrack into about a one minute clip and then I, I go and take um, video from inside my gym or maybe at a competition or at a demo that you're doing and I use that and I cut and paste it up, you know, into that into that piece of music so that the flow of the video matches the music as well. And you can also put voiceovers in there. So if you use something like uh, GarageBand or Audacity, ever heard of Audacity? Audacity is a really great free uh, sound editing software. You wouldn't be able to make a cheer, a cheer mix with it, but for, for video, if you want to record a voiceover, cut and paste a couple of songs together, um, you can do it really easily with Audacity. Um, so that's promo videos. I'll show you an example of one of those in a second. Um, information videos are really valuable because information retention rates are higher in video content than any other content category. Um, so like if you wanted to do a tryout video explaining, sorry, to parents and athletes, the process they're gonna go through involved in tryouts and why we select this way, what level appropriate means, and that sort of thing, you know, then you don't have all those questions at the front desk during tryout registration, right? It's something you can put online. So we've got a great little video online that explains the entire tryout process. Go ahead and have a look. If you have any more questions, get back to us, right? And I guarantee the questions will drop off the map. Yeah. Uh, another one that I did was a, um, I did a, an information video for the Inspired Cheer and Dance Championships in Edmonton, which is a, a competition that Perfect Storm Athletics hosts. And um, I'll show you it here in a second, but it went through all of those housekeeping details that everyone wants to know but can't find before a competition. Where can I park? Where do I drop the kids off? Where can I leave my backpacks? Where do we check in? When should we, when should we be there for check-in? Are there team photos? How do I find them? Blah, 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 blah. Where can I buy tickets? all that kind of stuff. You could write all of that down into a PDF and put it on your website that two, or, <laughs> that two or three, well, that the gym owners will read yeah. and the gym owners will forward it out to their, they'll email it out to all their <laughs> constituency, but nobody's gonna look at it, nobody's gonna read it. And I'll show you that video in a second. And then uh, the last one that I'll show you is a demonstration video. And this, this one was, was pretty funny. It's, uh, they wanted, at Perfect Storm, they wanted to put together just a, a short video explaining how to do hair and makeup. Yeah. And I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but... Where yeah. I was like, Nobody's, like, nobody cares. Nobody's going to watch that. I was like, whatever. So we went ahead and did it. And that video now represents more than half of the total views for the entire YouTube channel <laughs> at Perfect Storm Athletics. 
it's 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 ridiculous i made so many videos for that for that company there's like 42 videos on their youtube channel and that one alone represents over half the total views you can imagine how pissed off I was at that. But I'll, sh I'll show you a little bit of that one as well. And then the last type, which is something you would probably want more professionally done and probably you know, in, in situations where you have a, a bigger gym with a you know, more established culture where people are interested in watching a seven minute video about your gym, you could do a short documentary style. Going in, introducing the, the gym owners, introducing the staff, talking to some parents, and giving people you know that that brief window into what it's like to step into your gym without stepping into your gym right. so here's an example of a promo video that I did did I show you guys this one yesterday no okay here's the one that I did for Sabres cheer uh, they're a small non-for-profit or not-for-profit um, outfit in northern Alberta I think they've got maybe a hundred athletes yeah, so you know for for a video like that the first thing that I did with that one was I sat down and I scripted it so basically take the PDF that you would hand out to all the coaches and then you know, write out as concisely as possible because you believe me something that's half a page long you think is going to take 30 seconds to read takes about a minute and a half yeah, okay. <laughs> right so you want to make it as concise as possible and just go through and, and script it all out and make sure you've hit all the points that you're wanting to cover inside the video then when it comes to actually going and shooting the footage, you want to say, okay, I need a shot of the check-in area, I need a shot of the gym, I need a shot of where our team photos are taken on the west side of the gym. Just make sure that you go and, and get shots of all of that. Um, there's a couple of those where you know I walked from the parkade across the bridge into the gym. And you sped it up, I saw that. Yeah. And then you speed it up 40 times yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that people can see where they need to walk to, that sort of thing. Um, so just take your script with you to the event. Just walk around the event, make sure you know, tick off point by point that you've got all the footage that you're looking for. Um, try and do it as, as best as you can. Be steady, don't shake the camera too much. All those production points to follow. And then when you get back, then you wanna record your script and put it against some kind of background music. Right? I love that song, it's high impact, it's exciting, but you can pick something that works for you and then just put this, the red script over top, of, um, over top of the music. Now, I have a question about that. Go for it. Okay. Um, video music, mm -hmm. I've heard other coaches tell me that mm -hmm. they got their video removed from Facebook because of the music. Yeah. So what's the rules? If you just, if you just put the music there, then the algorithms on Facebook and YouTube will pick up what song it is yeah. and you'll get what's called a copyright infringement. Right. If you get a copyright infringement um, on YouTube, there's usually a couple of options. It depends on how the song is copyrighted. Um, usually what ends up happening is you can't play the video on mobile because in certain countries it's illegal to use that song in a video. And so mobile devices travel, so you can't play it on mobile. Right. Um, now what I've what happens is if you put a voiceover across it through most of the video, then the search algorithms won't actually pick up on the song. Okay. All right, because the mo most of the sound that's coming from the video is your voice explaining, right? So if you just put a song in there, you're going to run into trouble, which I've done many, many times. The other thing that you can do is go to the YouTube uh, audio library. Just go to Google, type in YouTube audio library, and you can search uh, songs that are not copyright, yeah. that are not copyrighted, um, so that your video will actually play on YouTube. Now that can sometimes be hit and miss as well because <coughs> the first video that I just showed you uh, with 
uh, for Sabres Cheer, I went on, I looked up the song. It said that it was available in every company or country except Germany. And uh, I thought, okay, sh- that should be fine. Went and uploaded it, and I got dinged, and they took it down. And I was like, well, so clearly your audio library isn't live or isn't up to date. But most of the time, you can you can look at the, uh, the parameters of the song, the copyright on the songs, and you can find something that's going to work for you, which is a good question. Um, yeah, so once you've got the audio put together, then go through and take each clip and add it in. And then you want to just make sure that it kind of lines up with you know, what you're talking about through the script at the time. Um, and then what did I put at the end of that? Just throw the logo up at the end, the beginning or the end, so that it's a branded video and people know exactly what you're talking about and when. Um, but the, like that is a very easy video to put together. If you've got, you know, even just a cursory knowledge of, you know, iMovie or Windows Movie Maker or whatever. Simple enough. Awesome. Yeah, we did, we did one like that in school. The one that you just did. Yeah. One like that. So that's yeah. Like a tour in school. Yeah. yeah very, <laughs> very easy to do. Um, the next one, the demonstration video, which yes. is this one right here. Now, before we start on this. <laughs> before we start on this, I just have to say. I sound very unimpressed in this video with everything I'm saying because I thought it was such a dumb idea at the time. But it ended up being one of the most popular videos I've ever done. So just forgive that ahead of time. For competitions, athlete hair should be pulled up into a high ponytail with a light poof. Begin building your poof by sectioning off a front portion of hair approximately three quarters of the way through the eyebrow and squaring it off in the back. Back home with the... It's cool, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, they, uh, they, they really liked it at, at the gym. And you, that's something that you would only have to do... Just make sure this doesn't start Once ever or once... Well, it would be... I mean, if your look ever changes, obviously your uniform's going to change. But... Um, you know, if your look ever changed, new trends in hair, whatever, <laughs> then um, yeah, that's something that you could redo every two years or every three years or whatever. It's not, it's not a big deal. And that took me, took me two or three hours in the evening to line up the people for the, the makeup and the hair, and then it took me about three hours of video editing maybe to put that together. So I mean, it wasn't a huge time commitment at all, and the value was certainly worth it. I can't imagine the value of that because I know that every single parent is like, but I don't know how to, but I, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and then we're, we're like, okay, just bring them with their stuff and we'll do it. And that's, that, I'm paying my staff so much money to oh, do God. their work. Yeah, no, it's, parents could be doing it for them. Yeah, it, that, yeah, it's a lot of money to be spending, so. On doing makeup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I saw someone try and uh, mimic this video, which was very flattering. But um, did a really bad job. Um, what I think was it that th- was bad they had. I think they had someone. Sta- First of all, they were in a warehouse, so that's number one. Yeah. I chose Diane's office because it's purple, yeah. and the, the logo's right there on the wall. Right. Right. So it's branded. Yeah. Got the logo behind it. It's quiet, so the acoustics were better in that um, in that space. But then on top of that, um, the lighting was was much better as well. So they did it in a uh, in a warehouse. They shot it on an iPad that someone was holding. Yeah. So it was it was not stable. Yeah. It was kind of just moving the whole time. And um, they they didn't record 
um, a voiceover and cut the video down. So it was like a 35 minute long video. And she was explaining, and she was she was explaining right on the iPad. So the acoustics were bad; you could hardly hear her. It was way too long, and you know, I mean, someone would watch maybe three minutes of that and go forget it, right? Whereas this, I knew it had to be had to be under five minutes. Yeah. If it was anything more than five minutes, it would be way too long. So, if you're going to do something like this, I mean, it's re- it's really great value, but make sure you take the time to do it right. You know, find someone who's got a camcorder find the tripod, set it up so the camera's still, um, make sure to script it, edit the video down so that it's, you know, just a couple of minutes, under five minutes for sure. Yeah, and and take the time to script it properly um, so that you can control how long the video is because, I mean, if something, something you know, went wrong while she was doing that, that video could have gone to 45 minutes or 50 minutes. And I'm just like, no, it no can't. Watching it. No it can't sit be. on YouTube and watch an hour. Yeah, long demo long videos long. like this have to be super short. I'm, I'm the same way when I put together my demo videos for uh, my website editor because I sell websites and people have to go in or they want to go in and they want to make changes to their websites. So I've got demo videos showing how to add the picture, how here's how to add the video, here's how to add you know whatever whatever whatever, and I edit all of mine down so that they're two or three minutes long tops because nobody wants to take 10 minutes to learn how to add a video to their website. No one. They'll go on to the next video. So, something to keep in mind. Um, Was there another video that I wanted to show you? I think that's it. It's just the the promo video, information video, and a demo video. I don't have an example of a short documentary because I haven't done one yet. So. Okay, you see that graph right there? Yeah. That is telling me how many people watched how much of my video okay so of all the video views up here we got a hundred percent and then this line shows how many people continued to watch my video for how long oh okay so what do you notice about this video about the line well it dropped pretty fast at the beginning it, it dropped pretty fast at the beginning it didn't even go halfway through and then drop it yeah pretty fast at the beginning but then what about the rest of it it stayed straight. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. So most videos you get, you do get that, that drop off yeah. and then almost nobody watches it all the way through to the end. Right. This one, we've got this huge drop off at the beginning, but then at, whoever watched till about 18 seconds, almost all of them watched right all to the, the end through. of the video. Right. So what does that tell me about my content? Well, I'm thinking it doesn't have anything to do with the way Facebook plays like that initial drop. Does that have anything to do with the way Facebook plays music or videos <clears throat> automatically? Well, I mean, yes and no. It does play them automatically, but they have to click to stop watching. Right. Right? Or they have to keep moving past. Right. So basically, two, that's, it drops down to about 30%. About two out of every three users thought the beginning of my video was pretty boring. Okay. And, and, they, and they just whatever, and they kept moving. Right. Right? But then as long as they made it to the 18-second mark, right. they are like, this is super cool. And almost all of them watched. They, like, started That's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly right. So, so you're saying you should have had something straight off the bat that would yeah. be like, whoa. Absolutely. Okay. If we watch the video again, I've got this 18-second prelude. Which is me being creative as a as a videographer. Right, right. It's like this is so cool, this is very awesome. and it's got this Canadian flag. yeah, and it's got this prelude music, and it sounds awesome. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, right? right. right. 
and we're that's at. That's when you're watching that. Yeah. yeah. So that started the people warming up. That started at 18 seconds, and yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. now everybody's watching, yeah, watching and they're watching it to the end, right? So I always use this this video for that lesson. Like, don't let your ego as a videographer yeah. get in the way. Nobody cares how creative you make it and what you think looks cool. Yeah. Okay. My audience wants to see stunting. Yeah. That's what they want to see. They want to see cool videos of people doing rad things from a cool perspective. Yeah. Right. And that's what I gave them after 18 seconds. Right. But that first part of my video, if that was supposed to be a teaser video for a company, you would it, have lost that percentage of people. Are yeah. Along I wouldn't have done my job properly that's because right. remember the goldfish rule. Yes. Right. Eight seconds. You've got eight seconds to capture someone's attention before they move on. So you missed it. And I missed it. So, okay. Awesome. I'll have a good rest of your day. Yes, thank you for all your... Uh, no problem at all. That was my conversation with coaches and business owners at the Ontario Cheerleading Federation uh, Coaches Conference back in September on video branding. If you have any questions about video branding or how to build a winning uh, digital media presence for your gym or cheerleading business, get in touch with me, Tony Bentley, by emailing tonybentley at cheerlogicmedia.net or click on the contact page on my website. If you're looking for a speaker at your next Coaches Summit or conference, or if you're looking for web design, video production, graphic design, uh, live action photography, or social media consultation, uh, you can also contact me and I would be happy to help with those things as well. Thanks very much for listening and I will see you next time.